to the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, Trem, Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. With eternal glory and honor to you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Somebody say with me, this is who I am. You are not even hearing yourself. This is who I am. By the blood of Jesus Christ, I am eternally redeemed. I am eternally forgiven. I am eternally delivered. I am eternally blessed and cannot be cursed in the mighty name of Jesus. Do you believe that? Always speak and declare this to yourself every day. That is who you are. You are not who the circumstances you are. You are not who man says you are. This is a mirror of your true identity. The blood of Jesus did it out for us. Praise God. So today we'll be speaking on what I call the voice of mercy. Somebody say, the voice of mercy. Has it ever occurred to you what your life would have been like or where you have been before God's mercy? Think about it. The Bible calls Satan the accuser of the brethren. Satan is not only accuser. Man accuses you, passes judgment on you. They don't even know anything about you, but that they have made up their mind about you. And yes, you are still standing. You are still surviving. Many a times we bring something to us by our ignorance, by our disobedience. And yet, we are still standing. What is the thing that makes us to be standing in spite of all that we have been through? Somebody say, mercy of God. God's mercy have kept us. I don't know about you, but for God's mercy, this young man will not be here today. I believe that is the truth in every life under the sound of my voice today. So when we understand the power of God's mercy, the voice of mercy in our lives, we will not be proud, we will not be arrogant. We will be humble before him who showed us mercy. Mercy like grace is no end. It's not deserved. Mercy like grace is no end. It's not deserved. God decided to show mercy. Let's read. Let's read the Bible. Our text. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. We're going to read a couple of scriptures. Then we will pray. Praise God. The voice of mercy. Anyone born by a woman living on this side of eternity needs the mercy of God. I read New King James Version. But God who is rich in mercy. Do you see that? God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us. Rich in mercy, his great love. I always say in this house that sin has byproducts. When you deal with sin, you deal with everything sin produces, right? That's why I come boldly to you to let you know you have been set free, you have been healed. That sickness and disease have no power over you because Jesus has dealt with it. Glory to God. He took 
all our iniquities, our sins, our infirmities, our diseases. You took it all. Our shame, our reproach have been taken. He did not just take our sins. He carried, he has taken our sin up to the, you know, as far as the east is from the west and cast it through the sea of his forgetfulness. It's not what the Bible says. So as he carried the sin, he carried everything that sin produces and sin has to offer. That is why you don't accept whatever parcel the devil tried to deliver to your life. If you don't place order for anything, do you accept any package at your door? The why you are accepting, oh, I am weak, I am sick, uh, my migraine, I repeat that in the name of Jesus. As Jesus dealt with sin and every thing that sin offered, that is how God, through his love, dispenses all the byproduct of love. Glory to God. The great love of God, like what we read now. You see, God, but God, is rich in mercy because of his great love. Without the great love of God, there will be no mercy. Why? Because mercy is a byproduct of the love of God. Praise God. We enjoy God's mercy. We enjoy God's favor. We enjoy the grace of God because of what? His love. Because mercy, grace, favor, goodness, prosperity, these are all the byproducts of God's love. Just as sickness and disease, poverty, failure, shame, reproach, fear are all byproducts of sin. Murder, hatred. But for sin, there will be no murder, there will be no hatred. No disease. How, do you have any record to prove that Adam and Eve were weak? They were sick before the sin? Were barren or fruitful? They, they were riddled with sickness and diseases and they have a lot of shame and reproach. No. Those things came as the moment sin came. So that is why God sent me to you. You under the sound of my voice. God's love is reaching you where you are. God loves you so great. You cannot define the love of God for you. He decided out of his own will to love you. Your portion is to embrace. Somebody say embrace. Receive. Somebody say receive. The love of God for you. Without the love of God, if you don't receive the love of God, you cannot experience and enjoy all that the love of God contains. Because when the love of God comes, it doesn't come alone. The love comes with goodness. The love comes with mercy. The love comes with grace. The love comes with favor. The love comes with salvation, with deliverance. Glory to God. But God who is rich in mercy. Because of his great love. With which he loved us. I come to announce to you that you are loved by God. Man might hate you. You might not have heard this statement. But hear it from me that the maker of heaven and earth sent me to tell you you are loved by him. He didn't do anything to merit his love for you. He just loved you in spite of. Even you that is a God hater, he loves you. Oh, glory to God. Somebody say with me the voice of mercy. Mm. The voice of mercy. 
the voice of mercy. Glory, hallelujah. The voice of mercy. Now look at the scripture. Psalm 103, verse 8 through 17. We have established that God is rich in mercy. Verses 8 through 17. I read the New King James Version. The Lord is merciful and gracious. Do you see that? Wherever you see mercy, you always see grace. Because mercy and grace are the two sides of a coin. Praise God. Any man, any woman that have enjoying the voice of mercy and grace is too dangerous to handle. You understand what I'm saying? When mercy and grace is at work in your life, you are unstoppable. You are too hot to handle. You are too dangerous to handle. Anything against you is at their own peril. Anyone against you is at their own peril. Are you hearing to me? Are you listening to me? The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and bounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. That is why he sent me to you. In spite of you, he loves you. In spite of your actions, he loves you. We read in Ephesians 2, 4, the, the great love of God. The great love of God is Jesus personified. Jesus Christ is a qualification and definition of the great love of God for us. 11. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. Those who fear him. When you reverence him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Remember, we said that Jesus took, he carried away all. Somebody say all. Our transgression, our sins. And everything that sin produces. You have to know this and have this understanding. Then you, can, you will not be intimidated. Yeah, the accuser of the brethren will do, will do his work. Praise God. But you don't have to accept whatever he delivers. Because it's not yours. Here in this country, we're smart enough to know that if you didn't place any order from Amazon and there's a package from Amazon on your doorpost, do you take it? You say, yes, it's not mine. I didn't order for this. Then if you are smart enough not to receive, accept the delivery from Amazon, why are you not smart enough to reject and refuse the delivery from Satan? That in as father pity his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it and it is gone. And his place remembers it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. Do you see that? I said just as you don't deserve it. You don't earn it. The grace of God. Right? You don't work for mercy also. And once the mercy of God is released to you, it's not with 
withdrawn. He says his mercy is from everlasting to everlasting. We're going to know what, what is mercy. Because every one of us will throw the, the, the theological and the religious language. Mercy, mercy, grace, mercy, mercy. What is mercy? When you understand God's mercy in your life, you nothing, nothing, nothing on this earth will make you to be afraid. Discourage you. Put you under stress. Or make you to be depressed. You understand what I'm saying? We just sang a song. Your goodness is running after. It's running after me. You notice that you are not the one running after goodness. The goodness is one what? Chasing you. Running after you. Just as the Bible told us. The book of Psalm. David writing. God's goodness and mercy shall follow us. All the days of our lives. Every moment. Whether you know it or not. Is following. Where our jaw is to acknowledge and what? Access and take delivery. Praise God. Somebody say, access and take delivery. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. And his righteousness to children's children. Praise God. God's mercy. His mercy. Jeremiah a man of God, highly anointed, suffered many things, thrown into the well, bound, did many things, suffered. After all he has suffered, he woke up one morning. Go with me to Lamentations chapter 3. Just like Jeremiah, I don't know where you are on the side of this life. I don't know what life I've thrown at you. Right from birth. Rather than enjoying goodness, everywhere you turn is evil following you. Bad news following you. Rejection following you. God sent me to you today that from this day, the voice of mercy will take over in your life. Because when mercy speaks, everything submits. You understand what I'm saying? When mercy speaks, everything what? Submit. Every power submits to the voice of mercy. Every creature submits to the voice of mercy. Every authority submit to the voice of mercy. Every being submit to the voice of mercy. This I recall, Jeremiah, um, Lamentation 3 verse 21. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Jerry, what did you recall to mind? 22. Through the lost mercy. Through the lost mercies. We are not consumed. Because it's compassion for not. Yes, the enemy have buffeted us. Have thrown many things at us. Released all his finest arsenals to destroy us. But mercy have kept us. Through the lost mercy. We are not consumed. Tied. 20 tons of load on me and throw me into the sea. Yet, I, it couldn't sink me. Through the lost mercy, we are not consumed. Release his finest weapon against me. Yet, I am still standing. Through the lost mercy, we are not consumed. The voice of mercy is reaching you. Wherever you are, under the sound of my voice. Mercy never fails. Mercy never fails. True, the lost mercy. We are not consumed. 
I come to you this morning to announce to you the mercy of God is reaching you wherever you are. Don't submit to the enemy. Don't buy the lie of the devil that God hates you, that God doesn't love you. But look at yourself. You are still standing. Is it because of you? Is it because you are too good or too smart? Is it because you eat very well? You educate? You, you exercise very well? So you are healthy? Hey! There are many dietitians that have died of cancer. There are dietitians that are teaching people what to eat and what not to eat. There are many that, what do you call it? Is it aerobic or what? That do exercise. That died of cancer. The other day, one of the ladies that is into, into it, with all her knowledge and all her expertise, discovered that there was cancer. She said, where did it come from? I eat very well, I exercise very well. I, I, I. But where is the place of God? But through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed. Nothing can consume us. Because the voice of mercy is speaking for us. Somebody say with me, thank God for the voice of mercy. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Look at the New Living Translation. How he said this. Verse 22 and 23. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. Remember we started by telling us. Through the great love of God. The mercy of God. Is a byproduct of his love. Are you listening to me? Through the great love of God. He says, the faithful love of, of the Lord never ends. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never ceases. Grace is his faithfulness. We always declare in this house, the faithfulness of God has brought us this far. And the faithfulness of God will lead us to the end. Do you remember? Because that is the truth. His faithfulness does not fail. He doesn't start and not finish. He doesn't jump boat midway in the sea. Are you hearing me? The faithfulness always stay true to the end. That's why I know you cannot fail. That's why I know you cannot sink. That's why I know you cannot be destroyed. That is why I know you are unstoppable. That is why I know that everything and all that God has spoken and promised to you and to your family and to this house will surely come to pass because his faithfulness never fails. Glory to God. Somebody say with me, thank God for the voice of mercy. He said, great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each day. His mercy, what? Begin afresh each day. That's why I know you cannot be consumed, you cannot be destroyed, you cannot fail in the name of Jesus. Because God, before you came to the scene, he drew and programmed you. Each moment, each minute, each day, there is, faithful, there is mercy for each day. I call it a blank check for every day. The message for yesterday is not good enough for today. So every challenge, every difficulty you face, there's a message that deal with it. As you grow in life, you know, as we grow, our life challenges is different, right? What we experience when we're taught lack, is it the same thing we're experiencing? What you express as a mother, as a father, with all the children, how many mouths to feed, right? As you are in that position, God's mercy is available. 
Glory to God. When you are a single lady, a single man, there was a mercy of God for that season. Somebody say season. Because God knows that this life is runs in season. You know what I'm saying? So for every season we enter in life, there is mercy available. Somebody say, his mercy is available to me. The voice of mercy is speaking for me. I cannot fail. Glory to God. He said his mercies begin afresh each morning. How does this mercy come? Praise God. How? How does this mercy come? Romans chapter 9 from verse 14. Romans 9 from verse 14. In the book of Romans, Paul was talking about God's election. Praise God. Using two children, innocent children that were in the womb, not even born or delivered, to demonstrate, to illustrate, and communicate, and send the message home, to drive his home, to Ross. Rebecca, the mother of Jacob and Esau, pregnant. And there was battle right in the womb. The children have not been born. There was already a separation. Praise God. There was already a separation. I start, when I was started, I told us that you don't do anything to aim mercy of God. Just like favor, uh, grace. Right? You don't do anything to earn it. This young man, this little children in the womb, never committed any evil. That is why I tell us, anyone that comes to tell you that, oh, you are going through what you are going through because of what you did, do to them. Don't accept it. Don't open the door for them. I hear what I'm saying. We're a child of God. Everything about your life is covered. Everything about you is covered. You have been delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear son. And another translation says the kingdom of his light. It means that the devil, the kingdom of darkness, have no more say so concerning you. Amen. Why are you accepting what they say? We said a moment ago, you are smart enough not to accept or receive the package from Amazon that you didn't place order for. Why are you not smart enough to reject the packages of the enemy to your life? Glory to God. Jacob and Esau, children in the womb, not born yet, they are babies. Already a separation. He said, Jacob, I love. Esau, I hate. Yesterday, those of us that prayed yesterday, Enjoy a little part of this message today. Just look at your life. There were many people that were born the same day with you. In the same family. They were not privileged to be saved. But you are saved. You carry the same DNA. Naturally speaking, right? From the same womb. From the same parent. But they died without receiving Jesus. But here you are. Is it because of you? Is it because you are better than them? But what about your friends? Those that you were friends with that never made it. But here you are. Somebody said the voice of mercy. That is the reason why, when you understand this truth, 
You don't compare yourself with another person. You don't look to others. Somebody say, I am uniquely chosen. I am uniquely assigned. You are not somebody else. You are not like somebody else. God loves you uniquely as you are. Don't try to be somebody else. During the the gun just recently finished world celebration. One of the speakers there blew my mind. He said that Jacob, when he went to the father, the father asked, Who are you? Say he is Esau. He said that very moment he took the destiny of Esau and dropped his glorious destiny. So from there, for 20 years he was suffering and struggling because he was carrying another person's destiny. He said he's Esau. Remember, he's the one that's supposed to be carrying the blessing. So he was cheated, he was robbed, he struggled and suffered until when he got to Jabok. You understand what I'm saying? And regain his true identity. That is why I always start every message. Since the Lord revealed to me, this is who I am. You must know who you are. Don't be somebody else. Amen. Just take a look. For those 20 years, the father-in-law cheated him how many times? Naturally speaking, you say, oh, look at all his children. Look at his cattle. You see, it is the blessing that produces thing. You understand what I'm saying? The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and does not ask sorrow to read. So this young man blew my mind. And since then, I have made up my mind not to be somebody else. Because unknown to you, when you try to be somebody else, you are taking their destiny and everything they carry. You understand what I'm saying? Just as we said, that sin and all it produces was dead to it. Then the love of God has all it produces. Praise God. I choose the love of God. Hallelujah. Choose the love of God. And every byproduct of God's love will be manifesting in your life. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now look at let's put speed because I'm not coming back to this next week. Romans chapter 9 verse 14. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Certainly not. Remember he said, told us, Jacob I have loved, Esau I hated. Right? For he says to Moses, we're talking about how do we, how does this mercy come? Right? For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whoever I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whoever I will have compassion. As a matter of fact, that was in Exodus chapter 33 verse 19. You can read that when you get home. So, then it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. For the scripture says to the Pharaoh, for this very purpose I have raised you up, that I may show my power in you, and that my name may be declared in all the earth. Yesterday during our prayer meeting I said, when a baby boy was born that very day in the royal family, the heir apparent, the whole family of Pharaoh was rejoicing. And all Egypt was rejoicing. But they never knew what that young man was carrying. And all that children that were born same day. Some people are envious of Pharaoh. How wish I am Pharaoh. We just talk about Jacob and it's alright. But they never know what await Pharaoh. Don't be like somebody else. Don't envy somebody else. You are the best of you.
I hear what I'm saying. You know I'm on the big side. I do hear this very often. Somebody will say this. I say, yes, God does not make mistake. To the extent somebody told me one day, as big as you are, your shoe is just size eight. I say, yeah, because God doesn't make mistake. He knew when he designed this body that size eight will carry this body. My dad, Bishop Mark, says, accept your acceptance. Amen. Be grateful to God for who you are and who he made you. Right. You didn't hear me. I said, be grateful to God for who you are and who he made you. He has the best of you in mind. Amen. Don't be like somebody else. That little boy grew, has all the bells and whistles of life for him to enjoy, right? And all the younger ones were suffering and they were envious of him. They never knew what awaits him. Jesus, before he picked and picked his disciples, fasted what? 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible says, after he has done 40 days and 40 nights, he went to the mountain and prayed all night. Then he picked the disciples, 12 of them. Out of one, the minister of finance and treasury, was carrying condemnation and destruction. Peter, Simon, that was vocal, was carrying mercy. Not, you see, in the record of God, sin is sin. Whether you commit abortion, you lie, or you, or you stole. Sin is what? Sin. The soul that sin it shall die. That's a scripture. It doesn't qualify the sin. The tango for Jesus. Who became our sin. And died in our place. So hear me. Jesus has died in your place. You don't need to go to hell. The young man that God that we're talking about Peter and Judas Iscariot. They did the same thing. They denied Jesus. They betrayed Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Many of us, we don't know the magnitude of what Peter did. This is somebody that's very close to Jesus. When he was going to the Mount of Transfiguration, who did he take there? Peter. When he went to, what is the name of this man that he healed his daughter? Who did he take there? Peter. Everywhere Jesus was going, Peter was among the three closest people to Jesus. Judas is carried here. He's the finance minister, but his father away. It's only when expenses come, he's called. But look at Peter. The night Jesus. I don't know him. I swear to God. You know what I'm saying? The mercy went ahead of him. Somebody said the voice of mercy. I don't know what you have done in life. The voice of mercy is reaching you today. Jesus prayed for Peter. Because the voice of mercy went ahead of Peter. That made Jesus to pray for Peter. But the voice of mercy never spoke for Judas Iscariot. That is the, diff diff the difference between them. 
Peter was redeemed, delivered, set free, restored. Judas was condemned. Pharaoh was carrying condemnation and destruction all his life. Because that was what he was raised up for. But are you not grateful to God that God did not call you to condemnation? But to glory. I'm going to read it in the scripture. Follow me. For the scripture, verse 17, the scripture says to the Pharaoh, for this very purpose I have raised you up. Race for destruction. Race for condemnation. All that Pharaoh was doing, he was fulfilling purpose. You understand what I'm saying? But you have a different purpose with Pharaoh. You are called to glory and honor. Mercy speaking for you. Take advantage of the voice of mercy in your life. For this very purpose I have raised you up. That I may show my power in you and that my name may be declared in all the earth. Therefore he has mercy on whom he wills and whom he wills he hardens. Let me read this from the translation. You see, from 14, from New Living Translation. For God said to Moses, I will show mercy to anyone I choose. And I will show compassion to anyone I choose. The choice is of God. Mercy comes from God. You don't earn it. You don't deserve it. You don't work for it. Look at it, the next verse. So it is God who decides to show mercy. We can neither choose it nor work for it. You know what I'm saying? We can neither what? Choose it nor work for it. It is not of him that will it nor own it. But of the Lord assured mercy. It is his choice. And that is when you understand this, you will be grateful to God. In response to his mercy. My dad Bishop Mark said, we'll go banana for God. You live for him. You will be faithful to God. You will be everywhere for him. In response. For what he did for you. You know what I'm saying? If you see Christians today that are not doing things for the kingdom is because they don't know what has been done for them. You go all the way for Jesus in your commitment, your dedication, all in response to what he did for you, in response to his love, in response to his mercy. In response to his goodness. In response to his grace. In response to his faithfulness. This is what we are called to do. We are called to respond to what he has done for us. So it is God who decides to show mercy. We can neither choose it nor work for it. For the scripture says that God told Pharaoh, I have appointed you for the very purpose of displaying my power in you and to spread my fame throughout the earth. So you see, God chooses to show mercy to some and he chooses to harden the hearts of others so they refuse to listen. Now look at this thing. Um, verse 20. No, don't say that. Who are you, a mere human being, to argue with God? Should the thing that was created say to the one who created it, why have you made me like this? When a potter makes, a jar, makes jars out of clay, doesn't he have a right to use the same lump of clay to make one jar for decoration and another to throw garbage into? In the same way, even though God has the right to show his anger and his power, he is very patient with those on whom his anger falls, who are destined for destruction. Do you see that? Who are what? Destined for destruction. Like the little child, Pharaoh, 
But that was what awaited him. When he was throwing his weight around. But you are destined for glory. But do you know that? Somebody say, thank God for the voice of mercy. He does this to make the riches of his glory shine even brighter on those to whom he shows mercy. Who are prepared in advance for glory. Glory to God. Prepared in advance for what? Glory. Somebody say, thank God for mercy. Thank God for the voice of mercy. Now the question is now, what is mercy? Literally speaking, mercy is God not giving you this penalty you deserve. You know what I'm saying? You deserve to be punished. You deserve to serve the term. You were caught in the eye. The cookie was with you in your hands and in your mouth. And there is a video and photograph of it. But God said, no, I didn't see it. But look at it. Justice and judgment say, look at it. These are the evidence. But God says, mercy say, no, I didn't see it. Somebody said, thank God for the voice of mercy. I define mercy as God's goodness overruling condemnation and judgment. You know what I'm saying? The goodness of God overrules condemnation and judgment in my life. That's God's mercy. You deserve to be condemned. You deserve to be judged. Justice and judgment say you deserve condemnation. But God's goodness says so. That is why his goodness is running after us. God's goodness is chasing us. Everywhere we go. His goodness Chasing us, running after us. Daily beloved, the voice of mercy speaking for us daily. There is mercy for each day. Take advantage of God's mercy in your life. Praise God. The mercy of God make way for you. The mercy of God. The mercy of God turns the condemned to become the preferred. You understand what I'm saying? Mercy turns what? The condemned to become what? The preferred. Turns the condemned to become the chosen, the sought after. That's what mercy does for us. That's what mercy does for us. Mercy, like as I said, the voice of mercy overrules all. Every creature, every power, every authority submit to voice of mercy. When voice of mercy speak, all creation submit. This is your reality, brother, sister. This is what is working for you. So we have to respond to his mercy in our lives. Going all the way for him. I want you to talk to God. Ask God's grace to enjoy his mercy. Lord, even as the voice of man ceases, I ask you to echo this truth in our spirit. Echo this truth in our heart. Illuminate our mind, our heart, our spirit with the light of this word. The voice of mercy speaking for us. We thank you for your mercy in the name of Jesus. You under the sound of my voice, you have not made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life. The voice of mercy speaking for you. Mercy is available. The mercy of God is reaching you now. Why not receive the mercy of God? Jesus personified.
mercy of God is Jesus personified. Receive the mercy of God. Receive Jesus. He died for you. So that you will not go to hell. He took all the reproach. The sin. All the byproduct of sin. And he set you free. I want to pray with you now. I mean this with all your heart. Heavenly Father. Thank you for loving me. By sending your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. From this day forward, help me to live this life for you. In Jesus' name. If you have made this prayer, welcome to the greatest family. You are now a child of God. You are now God's responsibility. And I want you to go. I want you to go to your app store on your smartphone and on your tablet and download the Bible. The Bible is God's roadmap to your destiny. Then go make good friends with your Bible. Go to any Bible-believing church. Tell the pastor I sent you. And if you're here in Atlanta, Georgia, United States, I make bold to invite you to Trem Atlanta God's Embassy's Manor. We are 1611-1611 Ross West Street, Manor. Zip code 30080. We meet here Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. I look forward to receiving you. Remember, the voice of mercy is speaking for you. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.